Are you ready for the end of the world? <laughs> Listen to your community spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up! That's right. Wake up! And be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Orda Energy Mon. And this is Tresol. And we're here to bring you another episode. That's right, episode mm-hmm. of Your Community Spirit. We're having another episode on a Friday. In case you didn't know, today is Friday the 13th. (laughs) Could I have said that in a nicer way? Today is Friday the 13th. Let's have fun. (laughs) Did you know that it might be November 13th, which is Friday the 13th, but it's also genius. uh, Genius. I just said genius. Um, Guinness World Records Day. The National Donor Sabbath and World Kindness Day. Ah, kindness. Yeah, it helps to have kindness. Um, Tomorrow is Loosen Up, Lighten Up Day. (laughs) Every day, for me, is Loosen Up, Lighten Up. But um, the UN World Diabetes Day. And then Sunday is America's Recycles Day. Do you recycle? Well... Here's one day for you to do it. Yes. You could start on uh, Sunday and then see if it catches on. I think, I think. well, my recycling gets picked up on Monday, so I could put it out on Sunday. Yeah, see? so you'll celebrate America Recycles Day by putting out the recycling. It's I Love to Write Day. <laughs> and what do you think the next one is? Oh, I don't know. National Bunant Day? Mm-hmm. B-U-N-D-T. Yeah. If anybody knows what that is. Off the top of my head, I cannot think of what it is. Now, Sunday is the UN World Day of Remembrance for Road Traffic Victims. Next Tuesday is Homemade Bread Day. Next Thursday is the Great American Smokeout. This is a day that people don't smoke. Yes. (laughs) And usually the first day of people quitting. Yeah. You can start on this day, and it'll be the first day of the rest of your life. But... Next Thursday is also Have a Bad Day Day. <laughs> oh, I don't know if they need to set aside a special day for that. <laughs> um, it's also the anniversary of the Gettysburg Address, which was by Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Let's get to some happenings because we have so many happenings. Um, I might not be able to get to all of them. I yes. might have to change the criteria for how you get into such a happening time. Today... I should let you speak some. Okay, I'll start with this one. <laughs> Today, the eco-dogs will be helping to plant trees. Uh, they will be, oh, they'll be doing that tomorrow, actually. Uh, <laughs> well, that's today. Sorry, oh, that I messed today. that up. <laughs> okay, yeah. So they'll be doing uh, planting trees today from 1 to 3 p.m. You can meet in front of the student center uh, 10 minutes before 1, and you'll be able to meet up to be sure you catch them and uh, 
Get yeah. ready to plant some trees. I drove past campus today, and I noticed there's a lot of holes with trees and setting next to them. There's tons of them, so yeah. they're, they're ready to plant a bunch of trees. I'm going International Coffee Hour Fridays from 3 to 5 p.m. at the SIU Northwest Annex Building B. It's the International Student Area. Yes, another ongoing happening, Rice and Spice, the Slow Foods International Dinner. It's at the Guy House Interfaith Center uh, tonight at 6 p.m. And the theme this week is uh, Afghani. And it's this is the Rethink Afghanistan Rice and Spice Dinner. It's a special one this week. Uh, the Peace Coalition is teaming up with the Big Muddy Independent Media Center and the Guy House Interfaith Center to prepare and serve an Afghani-inspired dinner today. Uh, food preparation starts at 6, dinner is served at 7, and then the meal is followed by a showing of Robert Greenwald's important new documentary, Rethink Afghanistan. Uh, this analyzes the consequences of eight years of U.S. military engagement in Afghanistan. And it documents how the military approach is not succeeding and how further application of American military force will not bring stability to a country or security to our own. So that's at the Guy House tonight at 6 p.m. Uh, for more information, uh, 521-4239. Or just show up and help cook, help eat, yeah. help watch the film. And show How up do you at help? 6 or 7. Wait a second. How do you help someone watch a film? <laughs> you sit next to him and, and then say, good, you're doing a good job. Yeah, good job. <laughs> so... Um, The Habitat for Humanity wants to announce that they have a new house. They are building a new house, and this is every Saturday morning from 8 until 12. They will be working this Saturday to remove limbs and then cut down some trees and basically, you know, start. The new location of the house is 406 East Burke Street in Carbondale, and it's only like a few blocks from the station here, so... Um, if you know where the station is, orient yourself and just start going northeast hmm. until you wander across a bunch of people building a house for your neighbors. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yes. I just said awesome. All right. We also have coming up the Buckminster Fuller Dome Home nonprofit. Uh, they need your help for a couple of hours starting on 9 a.m. on Saturday, November 14th. That's this Saturday. To help board members remove all of the extra redwood slats. Board members removing boards. <laughs> yes. So they're removing those boards and debris from the Bucky Dome yard, driveway, Did and Did you just exterior. say remove the board? The board is removing the boards. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you can help them. Uh, everyone's meeting at the Bucky Dome at 9 a.m. Uh, this Saturday morning. That's located at 407 South Forest Avenue. It's a corner of Forest and Cherry in the Arbor District of Carbondale, Illinois. It's exciting time. You can help uh, Bucky Dome uh, uh, improve all that debris that's around there. Yeah, there's still a lot of stuff getting cleaned up from that um, first ever inland hurricane. I was actually just um, looking over some um, pictures and videos of that event and reminding myself, did you know that there is um, two art shows, photo shows? Well, there's an art show at the Civic Center. And there's a photo show at the communications building across from the DE, both about the storm. <laughs> yeah. So um, I have yet to get to those, but I keep reminding myself. There you go. I remind myself again. <laughs> this Saturday, we're, we're, we're getting down to the wire. The farmer's market is starting to get a little sparse, but there's still lots of pumpkins, squash, sweet peppers, 
garlic, pumpkins, pumpkins. Hmm. There's even some other things called pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is definitely the time of the year to stock up on your pumpkins and your root crops. And there was even some really good greens. Hmm. So Farmer's Market is through the end of this month, Saturdays from 8 until noon. On the west side of town, just look for lots of cars, <laughs> and there still is lots of people. And you can celebrate the farmer's market by making pumpkin pie. Well, <laughs> yeah, only if I get some. Come on. <laughs> Give some pumpkin pie to the host of Community Radio. <laughs> Any of them. It just doesn't have to be me. There's, you know, over a 100. So lots of pumpkin pies. Yes, and enough <laughs> pumpkin out there to make it all. <laughs> So we've also got coming up on Saturday the Peace Vigil at the Town Square Pavilion. That's happening from noon to 1 p.m. every Saturday. Um, Guy House Interface Center is going to have a work day this Saturday, getting taking advantage of the nice weather before it all skedaddles. They want you to come and join as they beautify and winterize our home away from home. A lot of people actually start and use the Guy Interface Center for a lot of things again. You can fill in volunteer hours or just get some great exercise. This is going to be one of the last nice days of the year, probably. Free fair trade coffee, and there's going to be lunch if you stick around that long. So um, that's this Saturday. Okay, and I'm going to slip in another happening here that didn't make it on the list. <laughs> we don't have enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is a quick one, though. It's a, uh, there's a community yoga class on uh, Sunday from 4 to 5.30 p.m. at uh, 101 Yoga. That's uh, 101 Graham Street in Carbondale. And I mention it because it's a free class, although they do accept donations. And 25% of the donations will go to the Women's Center. So you can do some yoga and uh, help a good cause. Sounds good. Um, the Sierra Club invites the public to premiere to the premiere of Coal Country, a new film that raises awareness of the true cost of coal. Attendees can view this compelling new film depicting the devastation of mountaintop removal coal mining to the nation's most biological diverse mountains, the Appalachians. This is November 14th at 7 p.m. at the Carbondale Township Hall. So this is a chance to see, uh, well, a really good film. If you want more information, um, barb at 529-4824. And I also just got a call-in event, Dinner with a Cause, Care About Lion Mines. This is a fundraising event. Um, basically, uh, Sarah has um, opened her house for um, a Cambodian dinner for victims in Cambodia of landmines. And um, if you want more information, 549-5230, that is this Saturday, and they have about nine more openings at their dinner table. Isn't that nice? Someone's like having a dinner at their house, cooking a very unique type of food, and inviting people to, you know, donate money. Yeah. To a good cause. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good event. I think that should be a series of them: dinner with a cause. <laughs> dinner with a cause. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and so here's another event: the uh, Guy House Library Party. Um, I actually went to the first one of these, and it actually was fun. It wasn't just work. It's uh, they're entering, uh, they're entering information from the library into a computer database, so that if you want to go and borrow stuff, you know what's actually in the library. And it's happening uh, 
this coming Tuesday from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center. Uh, you can enjoy good company, yummy snacks, and the dry comedy stylings of librarian Dan Rayner. <laughs> I had to throw that in there because I know Dan. He's pretty funny. Yeah, that was half the fun of uh, being there. Really? I thought he <laughs> The was other half was the snacks. <laughs> and the other other half was helping out with the library stuff. And laptops are helpful if you have a laptop to bring, because then we can all be typing on different computers. Now, the big event is the annual vegetarian Thanksgiving dinner, which is next Thursday. Oh, it's already here next yeah, Thursday. I know it. I've been getting people asking me when it is. It is next Thursday. That means pay attention and come. Well, you don't have to pay attention while you come and eat. But it is next Thursday. Um, volunteers, volunteers are still needed for setup and decorating, food preparation. You can stop by and pick a slot at the, you know, fill out the sign-up sheets. But the main thing is, is Wednesday and Thursday, all day long cooking and then Thursday at 5.30 p.m. till 7 p.m., dinner is served. Usually served, well, every year that I've been there, over 200 people come. So if you want to participate in the greatest, that's right, the greatest Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> I've actually had some of the food, The what do you call it? They practiced already. <laughs> they practiced already? Yeah, and there's like... Um, what was it like? Vegetarian pot pie? That was like awesome. <laughs> yep. So I said awesome twice. <laughs> so how many vegetarians you have to chop up to make a vegetarian pot pie? <laughs> well, I was thinking of how many pots you have to put in it, <laughs> or how many pots do you have to use? So huh. I know, old joke. <laughs> so let's see. Speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, another uh, Carbondale event. The Annual Carbondale and Thanksgiving. This is a community interfaith service uh, coming up on Tuesday, November 17th at 7 p.m. at Congregation Beth Jacob, which is located at 904 Norwest Drive. Uh, the new chaplain at Carbondale Memorial Hospital, Vern Farnham, will be the guest speaker. There will also be special music, and there will be uh, people from religious traditions in the service. will be Christian, Hindu, Buddhist, Muslim, Jew, Unitarian, Baha'i, Latter-day Saints, and Native American. Wow. So a very, very much interfaith Thanksgiving yeah, event. Yeah, a very community interfaith event. That's next Tuesday at 7 at Congregation Beth Jacob. Nice. Now, Native American Heritage Month is yeah, full swing at SIU. And um, I just picked a few events. Today, actually, at 11 o'clock, there's uh, Michael Jacobs of Cherokee is going to talk and... He is a r recording artist and remarkably creative musician. His skills as a songwriter, a painter with words and music are what set him apart. So he's going to be at 11 o'clock today at the Student Center Roman Room. On Sunday, um, starting on Sunday, there's going to be an exhibit of Marking the Trail of Tears at the Student Center First Floor Room. On Monday, Unc... Conquered Alan Hauser's Appalachian, uh, Appalachian, excuse me, Apache Modernism. It's going to be at the Student Center Ballroom D at 7 p.m. Again, there are so many happenings for Native American Heritage Month. You should call Student Development at 453. Uh oh, the number is there twice. 
It's either it says four five seven one four. I don't know. Okay, four five three five seven one four. There you go. That other number had an extra number. <laughs> so, um, it, thank you for everybody. We made it through all the happenings. Yes, now we, we can get it. to the news, <laughs> the which news. are happenings. Yes, especially this first one is both news and happenings. I'm going to take a breath. <sighs> and now the news coming to you live on your community spirit. Da 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 da. Okay, so we have, uh, let's see, have, have we mentioned this one before? I think we've mentioned this one before, but it bears repeating. Uh, it's related to the website ticktick.tick.org, tck, tck, tck.org, and there they've got a countdown to the uh, meeting coming up in Copenhagen. Uh, 23 days, a little less than seven hours, um, until the December 7th meeting in Copenhagen. And, uh, there's, it's going to be a climate meeting, and there will be uh, a lot of big decisions made there about climate. So now's our chance to have our input right before it happens. Um, I recommend going to ticktickticktick.org because I was just looking at a video of 10,000 people all dancing at the same time for <laughs> climate change. That sounds like fun. Yeah. I don't know how. I mean, it is just a crowd of people. <laughs> and, I mean, they have... They have awe-inspiring videos, pictures, just people from all over the world, like, you know, post things there and say, this is what we're doing for the climate. This is what we're pushing to try to get our world leaders to do something about the climate. Hmm. Yeah. And so, um, just to let you know, Obama will go to Copenhagen. That is, if he feels he can seal the deal. U.S. President Barack Obama said on Monday he would travel to Copenhagen next month if a climate summit is on the verge of a framework deal and his presence there would make a difference in clinching it. I am confident that all the countries involved are bargaining in good faith and we are on the brink of a meaningful agreement and my presence in Copenhagen will make a difference in tipping us over the edge. Then, certainly, that's something I will do, Obama said told Reuters in an interview. Now, that just sounds like, you know, he might go. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> might go if he think he has to. Well, he, he <laughs> might go if he thinks it will make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, we will talk a little bit more uh, about um, the fact of the matter of America not participating in climate talks historically and being the only... The only industrialized nation to not, I repeat, not sign the World Kyoto Climate Protection <laughs> Agreement. Yes, we missed the boat the first time around. Now, maybe we'll do something about climate. Um, I don't know. We don't really like being followers. <laughs> and so in this case, we're a complete follower in the world. Yeah. Well, so, maybe that's part of why Obama's considering going, is if he sees something's going to happen anyway, he wants to make it look like, you know, we were leading the charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Ten years later, not really. <laughs> so. Okay, so, uh, so feed the world sustainably by 2050. Yes, we can. Survey says. <laughs> Survey says, yes, we can. <laughs> so, adding a bit more data to food system reformers' arguments, 
A new study led by Germany's prestigious Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research takes on the question of whether we can feed the world while preserving the planet come 2050. The short answer is yes. Oh, that's good. I, I do like eating. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's one of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> also like, keeps me alive. <laughs> so researchers model various agricultural styles, growth patterns, and diets. And here's what they say. Despite pushes from agribusiness to intensify farming to feed a growing <laughs> global population that is expected to reach over 9 billion by 2050, the researchers found that a diet equivalent to eating meat three times a week would allow forests to remain untouched, animals to be farmed in free-range conditions, and greener farming methods to be used. With as many people obese in the West as malnourished in poor countries. Uh, yeah, uh, let's let's balance that out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> got got the imbalance going on. There's there. like a billion, a billion people in each. People. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so distributing protein more fairly is also an opportunity to tackle global health problems, the report points out. And uh, yeah, they also mentioned you're going to have to eat a bit less meat to achieve this goal. It did mention though too, wasn't it three times a week? Yeah, yeah. Th- three times a week. That's still some pe- some of the big carnivores I even know don't necessarily eat meat every day. Uh huh. Yep. So uh, that's pretty exciting. That um, eating steak a mere three times a week in an electric car in your garage really too high a price to pay for the sustainable future for <laughs> everyone. <laughs> it's a know. pretty good price. It's like, well. I mean, if you balance it out. Now, this one right here is kind of close to my heart because people ask me what my religion is. All right, listen to this. Will green religion save us or sink us? When I pose the question of whether leading by green example can be passive-aggressive preaching, I was surprised when a listener claimed that I had alluded that I was a member of a religion. To me, environmentally is anything but just a matter of faith, but rather a question of sound, scientific understanding. That material resources and the Earth's ability to support them are both limited. And that it's our own self-interest to live within our planetary means. But it proves how much attention I've actually been paying to headlines. A United Kingdom court actually has determined that belief in global warming is actually akin to religious or philosophical conviction. Depending on who you talk to, this can either be good for environmentalists or very bad. Now, I personally believe that environmentalism is the new world religion. It is not an organized religion, but it is. You are always in your church, and you have to believe quote-unquote, religiously about what you do. <laughs> it's a very strong belief that you are making a difference in the world. So, See, I have mixed feelings because on one level I believe that, but on another level I also believe it's a, um, how would you put it, a very, it's also a very secular thing too because whether we believe in it or not, you know, climate change is going to wipe out everything. True. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's something that I work on because I have a strong spiritual conviction that we should protect the earth and protect our fellow humans. But it's also even if you don't believe any of that, you know, for your own survival, you've got to not destroy the planet. Even if you're, you know, an atheist or a religious person who doesn't believe 
in the value of the earth for its own sake. That's true. So, I mean... So, it's a little of both. Yeah. To a lot of people who participated in it, there is a spiritual dimension to it. But even if you don't have that, you know, you still got to save the planet so that you save yourself. (laughs) That's true. Because, I mean, truth be told, the planet will survive. Yeah. It's whether it'll survive where people can live on it. That's yeah. what we have to try to make sure it stays in place. And a psych- an ex- exciting little tidbit. The Energy Star program hit a milestone today. The one millionth energy efficient home that earned the blue label wrapped building. That's right, the number of pointedly energy efficient homes has hit the seven digit range. And though this comes on the hills heels of some unfortunate news about the validity of energy star ratings it nonetheless a very strong hallmark worth noting in the slow but steady ascent to greener policies and consumer choices in the u.s the epa frames the achievement in numbers emphasizing the amount of money the program has saved consumers since the program began labeling new homes in 1995 Americans have saved $1.2 billion on their energy bills and reduced greenhouse gas emissions by 22 billion pounds. So Energy Star is one of the few programs that actually rates, if you do this, 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 and this, they rate your building. <laughs> yeah. And if you get an over 75% rating on your house, that is you know, much more. I mean, that's like, it's not 75% more efficient but it's about twice as efficient as a normal house. Um, and to actually get Energy Star stamped, you have to get over 75% <laughs> of all the criteria. Yeah, so, that's pretty impressive. So at least get, what is that, a C? <laughs> so, um, we, more information is online at energystar.gov. Energy Star is a program for everything, any appliances, Anything that uses energy, Energy Star has stamped. All right, let's start a new tradition. <laughs> yes, we have uh, nine new traditions for a greener, saner holiday season. Uh, I don't know if we've got enough time left to get through these, but we could at least mention the idea and get to any in the following week. <laughs> so they've already started the, the barrage, the television commercials with those images of perfectly coordinated Thanksgiving tables, store displays of shiny, glaring stuff that's supposed to make our homes more festive. At the height of this is the message that the more we spend and the more we do, the happier our families will be this holiday season and the more fulfilled we'll be. Uh, I think that's a bunch of baloney, personally. I don't know about you. Baloney? Yes. Since when did you start getting involved with baloney? Bologna. <laughs> uh, the holidays are the most stressful time of year for many of us, and it's precisely this fixation on more, more, more that makes it so. More, more. You know, it should be a time when we're having fun with friends and family, but instead we're dashing around to make perfect dinners, throw perfect parties, buy ever-increasing number of gifts. So you can. we're trying to take back the holidays, uh, starting our own tradition, uh, and making memories of the fun that you have rather than all of the shopping that you did. And we're trying to focus more deliberately on uh, living deliberately this holiday season, making real choices about how we spend our time and resources, and instead of getting caught up in the shopping frenzy, making eco-conscious choices when possible. Well, I mean, the holiday should be, the only focus of the holiday should be spending time with friends and family. Yeah. 
That should be the only focus. And however you do it, so some people, I mean, some people, they do it by going shopping, but yeah. they don't tend to have tons of fun doing it. Yeah, shop, I mean, shopping tends to be, you know, you get into arguments over what to get or like you get tired. Be, that you can know. be exciting. I mean, <laughs> people do that because that's exciting, but it's not quality time with friends and family. Yeah. I mean, Quality time is a much better way to sell. Well, it's ironic because you know you're trying to celebrate the way that you love these people in your life, and then you end up not spending time with them and getting stressed out and all that. When instead you could just sit down and enjoy time with them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just I mean, you could literally do almost anything with somebody. That's it. I mean, just slow down, relax, and enjoy the time with the people because. The, people don't stick around forever. I mean, yeah. your time with somebody is very important to do it well now. So um, let's enjoy the holidays. Don't forget, next Thursday is the big vegetarian Thanksgiving dinner at the Gaia Interface Center. And this is the time to get out and enjoy why we live in southern Illinois. Yes, it's beautiful out there. Yeah, so do it with friends, do it with family, do it with that random person you just met on the street. Say, let's go and take a hike. Let's go to the farmer's market. Let's go to the veggie Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yes, and we can give thanks for all the good stuff we have. We will see you again on the radio next week.